Welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor, Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Hello, Mark. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? Good. You found a good poem. Uh, this comes from uh, the New England Journal of Medicine. It talks about percutaneous coronary interventions. Uh, these are minimally invasive procedures that are intended to improve blood flow in one or, or more of the coronary circulation areas. This type of coronary revascularization with PCI usually involves the use of balloon angioplasty and intracoronary stenting, either with drug-eluting stents or with bare metal stents. While there are some groups that greatly benefit from PCI, for others, the benefit is, well, less certain. For example, those with left ventricular ejection fraction of less than 35%, the question is, does this procedure provide much benefit? Of course, benefit can be a, a subjective term, but perhaps the outcomes patients would find most important to know about are both decreased pain and increased longevity or lifespan. The poem that uh, is from the New England Journal of Medicine attempts to answer the question, in patients with severe ischemic heart disease and left ventricular ejection fraction of less than 35%, does percutaneous coronary intervention improve outcomes? Mark, uh, what does this study uh, add to what we know? Yeah, these researchers, this was a fairly specific subgroup of patients who had both moderate to severe heart failure and uh, with an LVEF less than 35%. And extensive coronary disease, and they had at least four myocardial segments that were potentially amenable to revascularization. And so they both had fairly severe HF and fairly severe CAD. They randomized them to get either PCI or optimal, optimal medical therapy. At baseline, the average age was 70. Um, 87% were men, 90% were white, so not a very typical group in some ways. The groups were generally balanced at baseline at, at the time of randomization, and the analysis was by intention to treat. The study was powered to find a 30% reduction in a combination of all-cause mortality and hospitalization for heart failure. So mortality and hospitalization are obviously very different and probably shouldn't be combined into a single composite outcome. So we're going to look at each one separately as well as together. So among patients assigned to the PCI group, 96% underwent PCI as they were supposed to. And they had a high degree of anatomical revascularization, over 70%. After a median of about three and a half years, there was no significant difference in mortality between groups, 31.7% for PCI, 32.6% for medical therapy, and no difference in the number of hospitalizations for heart failure. There was also no difference if, when you combine those outcomes. About 10% of patients in the medical therapy group underwent revascularization, mostly because they had subsequent episodes of acute coronary syndrome. Um, those in the PCI group had higher rates of major bleeding, um, although quality of life scores favored the PCI group early on. By 24 months, there was no longer any difference between groups. Uh, there were also no differences when they looked at some subgroup analyses. So bottom line for patients with extensive ischemic coronary disease and an LDEF less than 35%, PCI provides no clear benefit over optimal medical management. 
Yeah, boy, this uh, puts uh, patients in a difficult situation, right? Uh, lots of cardiologists aren't going to be aware of this, and they're going to push hard for this. And, uh, you know, patients, uh, you know, we, we've talked about this for years, you and I, that uh, sometimes patients believe that doing something is better than doing nothing. I mean, admittedly, it's not really nothing because you're comparing it to medical treatment. But anyways, difficult. Yeah, we've seen more and more of these studies where there is optimal medical therapy and PCI or bypass are, you know, providing similar, you know, long-term results. And so yeah. I think it's good to have options. And, you know, for some some patients, at least the outcomes weren't worse with PCI if they do undergo it. Yeah, good point. You know, just another quick question. There are lots of reasons when it comes to coronary uh, artery disease that men may differ from women. This has got a small number of women, I think you said 10%, yeah. but I'm wondering if revascularization may be different in men than it is in women. That's absolutely possible. And, you know, I think that's a great point. And we should, you know, really hope for a study where they are recruiting more evenly between men and women and also non-white patients. I suspect there may be more difference between men and women than there would be by race. I suspect there's probably not a lot of difference by race, but... Anyways, thanks, Mark. We'll talk with you again in a week. All right. Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem. Oh,